This episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast is brought to you by Cedic Run. Cedic Run is Grand Forks' premier running store with everything you need. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a shoe to run in at the Wild Hog Marathon, or you want something comfortable to wear on your morning run. There's a good chance that the perfect pair of trainers is waiting for you at SDR. Richard, Adam, Matt, and the team are the experts, and they'd love to help you out. If you haven't seen the beautiful new store in downtown Grand Forks, be sure to swing by or check out one of their events, like the Thursday Night Rhombus Run. Jog or walk with some fellow runners and get a free pint at the end. Cedic Run, where life and running intersect. We are always looking for new sponsors, so if you or someone you know would like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to us. We always joke that either you or someone you know has our phone number, but if not, you can email us at prairietfpodcast at gmail.com or shoot us a message on our social medias. On this episode of the podcast, we got a chance to catch up with the University of Jamestown's Andrew Rasky, who was tabbed the program's new head coach on July 22nd. Previously at Hendricks College in Arkansas, Rasky brings a background in multiple events to the growing NAIA program at Jamestown. We asked him about what the program was like when he took over, his goals and where he wants to take it, and why North Dakota track athletes should keep the University of Jamestown on their radar as they're deciding where they want to continue their education. As always, thank you for your support. We continue to see our numbers on the rise and it's really exciting. From the beginning, the goal has been to shine a light on the great track and field athletes in this great state. Please just review us on Apple Podcasts, give us a shout out on social media. We are just so appreciative of however you want to support us. So thank you so much, but enough about us. Let's get started with today's episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson. And I'm your other host, Cameron Rail. And today we are continuing our coaching series. We are bringing you the newly minted head coach of the University of Jamestown, Jimmy's Andrew Rasky. Thank you for joining the pod. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. So you are new, fresh face for the Jimmy's. How long have you been in Jamestown for since you accepted the job? I moved up on August 1st, so I've been here almost two months now. Awesome. And where did you come from? Where were you before you were at Jamestown? Well, uh, directly before I got here, I've spent the last eight years at uh, Hendricks College in Conway, Arkansas. So I spent uh, four years as an assistant coach there, uh, four years as head track coach, and the last three I was head cross country as well. So um, that's, uh, where I, you know, where I, where I came from directly. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I guess we kind of get a little like total background with all of our guests on the show. And, um, okay. you know, we really want to focus on the coaching cause that's like the most exciting and we're so pumped to see what you're going to do with this program, but let's just get a little like background on you. Maybe first, just give us some tidbits, like Tell us about you as a person, not even track related, like just some, some things that people want to know about you. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, semi track related, but not really track related. Uh, you know, when I'm coaching and just when I'm 
anywhere, uh, being a guest on a podcast or, or otherwise. Um, I, uh, I like to keep the environment pretty light. So um, I try to make, you know, make it fun for the team when I'm at practice, make it fun for, you know, my coaching staff when we're in the office. So um, I'm not, uh, I definitely take what I do seriously, but I don't take myself too seriously at all. So, um, you know, I, uh, you know, things I like to do outside the track. Uh, I mean, one thing that definitely drew me back uh, up to this area, I'm from uh, Minnesota originally. And uh, I was really excited to get back, uh, you know, closer to where I can go hunt with my family. So um, I like to do some hunting, um, little, you know, little fishing, outdoor stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, I mean, track can be such like a, a tense, especially around competitions. I know there's can be so much like anxiety pre-race or pre-competition. So, I mean, to have, a coach or have people around you that can keep it light is, is a, is a real benefit. So, um, so you said you're from Minnesota. Uh, we'll, we'll just kind of go all the way back. Uh, where, where did you get your, uh, start in track? When was the first memory of, of you finding like a passion or a, a desire to, to participate in, in it? Uh, well, I got my start in track when I got cut from the baseball team. So, um, that's, uh, uh, end of my junior year of high school, uh, had a, had a rocky, uh, uh, departure from the baseball team. So, uh, my senior year, uh, I decided I'd give track a shot. I had actually already decided that I was going to go to, uh, Concordia and Moorhead to play football there. So I, before I even, you know, set foot on a high school track, I'd committed to a college. So I you know, wasn't recruited in any way for track. Um, but once I, uh, once I got up there, uh, the head men's coach, Garrett Larson, uh, he reached out to me. He ended, uh, he was like the advisor that was assigned to me. Um, cause I was an exercise science major and, uh, my, older brother who's about seven years older than me had run at Concordia. So he's just, it was just kind of like, a, you know, Hey, if, I know you're playing football this fall. If you want to come out in the spring, we're happy to have you. I didn't, you know, like the, like the world on fire in high school or anything. So it's not like they were like, you know, super, super fired up to, to have me, but um, you know, and uh, you know, football is a tough experience. Uh, not and you know, nothing bad to say about the staff there, but you know, when they bring in, you know, 50 freshmen and there's uh, 10 other guys trying to play wide receiver and you're rotating. Like you're just, you're mostly just standing on the side of scout. Like it, it just wasn't great for me. Wasn't sure if I was even going to stick around. And it was just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm not going to leave in the, in the middle of the year. I'll, I'll, I'll give track a shot and see how that goes. And um, really that's when I fell in love with it. Um, I'll say, uh, you know, Garrick Larson is just one of the best like human beings and people that, you know, that you can meet mm-hmm. just, just a great guy, super supportive of everything. So, um, you know, just kind of the environment that he built for that team, just like super inclusive, um, you know, really welcoming, uh, you just made that transition super easy. And then, um, so, you know, I, I gave up football after that first year, but, uh, I'd also, I also gave up the, you know, the, the thought of transferring once I, you know, once I got on the track team, it was just like, yeah, this is, this is great. This is where I want to be. This, you know, feels like, feels like my home and this is what I want to do. So, um, you know, that was really great. And, um, kind of the end of, uh, my freshman year, um, cause I was, uh, I'd kind of been mostly 200, 400 meter guy. 
Um, I kind of, you know, could see that I, you know, wasn't fast enough, really wasn't going to be fast enough to be um, as big of a contributor as I wanted to be. Um, so, and I was just, you know, looking around at other events and it's just like, I see guys who I'm like, I think I can beat that guy at that. Like, I, th I think I can do it better. <laughs> so uh, that kind of, uh, I, I tried out a couple, uh, you know, a couple different things. I, you know, I jumped into 400 hurdles at the end of the year and I yeah. uh, threw uh, one of the worst uh, javelin performances of all time was uh, <laughs> me at the end of my freshman year trying to set a shot. Uh, it's harder than it looks, turns out. So, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, that kind of just got me, I want to get more involved with track. I want to do, you know, I want to do more. I want to be there all the time. So uh, I took up the decathlon uh, the next three years and uh, I, I did get better at, at the javelin. I wasn't, you know, continually the, the, the worst thrower of, of all time. So, um, but, and just kind of, as I was doing that, I had majored in exercise science and didn't really know what I wanted to do with that when I majored in it. I just, you know, I, just, I like working out. I'll give it, uh, seems easy. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> um, that, I mean, that was my thought process as a, as a 17 year old idiot. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was kind of thinking, you know, what do I want to do? And, you know, they're like, oh, exercise science, you can do a million different things. It's like, well, I don't, I don't really want to do most of those things. I just, I just really like tracks. So I was like, well, I'm going to try to find a way to get into coaching. So, um, you know, it was kind of, a you know, I, I was definitely not, uh, you know, as I, as I've kind of hinted at, I wasn't really a world beater on the track. I did improve to the point, you know, where I was, you know, at least a contributor, uh, on the team at Concordia, but, um, you know, I wasn't, uh, uh, a name that the, the other coaches had to worry about. But hold on here, because I, I heard that you have an NCAA record that's still waiting to be ratified. And if I, if I have it right, it's most career points scored during decathlons without ever getting a mark in all 10 events during a single decathlon. Yeah, is, that's, uh, uh, is the NCAA, are they still waiting to, to certify that one? I don't know what they're doing. They're sitting on their hands on that one. They should have, they should have solved this, this a long time ago. <laughs> so, so just tell us, like, first of all, it's awesome. I'm a, I was a decathlete. I still like to compete in the decathlons when I can, so awesome that we have a fellow decathlete on the show and i mean there's something about the culture i just want to hear about that but yeah like you were able to go in and just get this like really good knowledge of all the events yeah um so it's a uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's easy to have a record when you make up the record yourself yeah. so, um, that's the that's the real key to it but uh yeah so my my sophomore year uh i was terrible in all, in all of my new events like it like I said, it was a lot harder to pick up the technical events than I thought. Um, mm -hmm. My junior year, I was starting to feel, you know, a lot better about certain things, but I uh, started having some pain in my foot in like early January and uh, tried to muscle through it for a while. Turns out I had a stress fracture in my foot. So uh, by the time I got through, you know, basically by the time we got to outdoor season, I wasn't competing in decathlons at that time. I mean, I couldn't. So I was just trying to to focus on just on throws and what I could do to improve technically. So, um, yes, but then, uh, my senior, so then I had surgery after my junior year, senior year, kind of coming off of it, uh, you know, wasn't, uh, uh, in the best shape of my life. So, but it, it uh, it, it didn't come together as, as much as I would have liked to, but, uh, and the, for the most, I mean, I, uh, there was, there was only one, of those decathlons I could have finished, but chose not to it was actually at NDSU my sophomore year. And I, 
I had had like nine really bad events and uh no actually that one no that one i know hide it in the vault the mm. the one i the well you know i was new at pole vaulting so my senior year i had you know just not performed as well as i knew i could and i was a pretty good javelin thrower by my senior year so i you know, i just went to my coach i'm like hey can i just skip the 1500 and throw in the open javelin so he let me do that um instead so that was the only one that like i i chose to not get it not not <laughs> And I'll tell you, I didn't know that would have been my my only chance to get a full score. Uh, then uh, I uh, at conference, I I know marked in the discus, and then I got to do a last chance meet, and I uh, no hided in the vault again. Yeah, so oh. it was rough. It was rough, and it's like I say, it's not mm-hmm. like uh, not like I was a world beater anyway. If I had put things together, uh, my senior year at conference, I I probably could have ended up seventh or so. Um, so but once I you know. No marking in the disc is not a not a common one you see. When, when Napa and it's one of it was one of my better events too. I don't I, I to this day don't know what happened there, but so yeah, I made it through. I, I did I did I don't know five six decathlons while I was in college and uh, never marked all ten while I was there. So hey, and you know what? That's all right because like I said, you know, you realize you want to coach, and now all yeah. of a sudden you've set yourself up because you've got this like great base and great foundation for, I mean, t- 10 different events and totally yeah. different disciplines. So just tell us about, like you were saying, you start to realize, I think coaching is what it's going to be. Like, that's the path I want to go on. And tell us about where you went after Concordia then. Yeah. So um, I was, once I kind of decided what I wanted to do, I started to look at uh, graduate assistantships and applying to a few of them. Um, and uh, I think that was a uh, I think it was a time uh, a little bit before, uh, you know, pretty much everyone hires graduate assistants now. Um, I, that wasn't really the case in uh, in 2010 when I was graduating, which uh, you know wasn't that long ago. But it really kind of took off since then. But um, so I was kind of uh, pretty much set to go to uh, Bemidji State to to coach there. Um, they hadn't like offered it. I think they were. It was kind of a back and forth on whether or not they had funding for the job. And they just kept not hearing from them for a while. And it's like, oh, all right, I guess, I guess that's gone now. So um, I went to, uh, I applied to like, at that point, I applied to every coaching job uh, anywhere. So I found my way to uh, Knox College in Galesburg, Illinois, where I coached the pole vault and the javelin, because those were the two events that nobody else knew how to coach. So um, <laughs> yeah. I was there coaching part time, uh, you know not making enough money doing that and personal training and substitute teaching and just doing whatever else I could, you know, to, to really get by. So, um, as I was going through that, I was kind of like, well, I need to revisit going to graduate school. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to make, uh, you know, make a living coaching. Uh, so, you know, consider what my other options might be. So, uh, at that time I kind of said, well, where do I want to go to graduate school? And I had applied and talked to, uh, the coaches at MSU Mankato the year before, and so they hired somebody else. I knew it wasn't open. I'm like, uh, I think I want to go there. Um, can I volunteer while I'm there? Um, and they said, you know, they said, sure. Uh, gradually gave me a little bit more to do while I was there. And then they hired me to be the graduate assistant the second year while I was there. So um, still, I mean, still really, as I was going through it and as I was volunteering, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, uh, to, to find something full time and really, you know, really make a go at this. So. Uh, you know, thinking about different things. I love, you know, I love working with strength and conditioning. I you know, did really well in my classes thinking about, 
you know, being an instructor in, uh, in exercise physiology or, or continuing on in school or something like that, uh, you know, really just, you know, whatever I could do. Um, but, uh, yeah, then, uh, you know, when I finished my, my assistantship, you know, we, we had a, a really strong team at Mankato. They still do. Uh, yeah. so, you know, I, uh, I, I thought I was pretty hot shit coming out of that job. <laughs> like, it, yeah. We won all, all of our conference championships while I was there, indoor, outdoor, both years. Uh, I coached these guys that were all Americans in the heptathlon and decathlon. Like, uh, but you know, the thing I, I realized now that I didn't realize then is that like Mankato was going to be good, whether I was there or not, not to say I didn't do anything that helped them, but like <laughs> the, t- the, the team wasn't good because of me. So, you know, hard to really distinguish, you know, yourself uh, among a pool of, uh, you know, now that I've had to hire people when you put a job out, you know, people that are just, you know, a guy off of two years of graduate assistant, you know, there's 30 of them. What's the difference? So to be able to really stand out was uh, was tricky. But uh, so I was uh, unemployed for a while until about October after that. So about six months of, uh, of not having anything until uh, I was hired after uh, after, a, you know, 10, 15 minute phone conversation to go down to Hendricks College in Conway, Arkansas. I'd never even been to Arkansas, but I wanted to coach and it was a full-time job. So I'm like, yep, let's go. Yeah. So, uh, um, and that one was, uh, that one was throws and pole vault. It had traditionally been a throws job, uh, but they had some, they kind of wanted to get pole vaulting started and they had the uh, returning national champion in the uh, women's heptathlon. Uh, so I'm like, well, she's going to be a senior. I'll, uh, you know, I'll coach her for one year and then, you know, see where I go from there. Uh, ended up being a much better job than I thought it would be. Um, it was that the year I got there corresponded with the year they brought back football and it was just the biggest recruiting class men and women that to this day they've ever had. So yes. uh, yeah. it, uh, it, it worked out pretty well. It was uh, not uh, nearly as, uh, uh, as tough of a situation as I thought it'd be. And like I Ended up staying there for eight years, got promoted after four, and um, was a really great experience for me. Yeah, that's great. Uh, earlier on, you said, you know, you're, you're at Jamestown now. Uh, earlier on, you said, you know, kind of the draw to come back was to be closer to family, be able to do the things you grew up doing, hunting and fishing. Um, but what else makes you excited about, about Jamestown? Yeah, so, um, I mean – like I said, I'd been away for a while. Uh, I, you know, when I was at Concordia, I competed at Jamestown and I knew that Jamestown had, you know, a pretty strong history of track and field. Um, just, you know, kind of going back a ways, uh, you know, they won, they'd won quite a few, uh, you know, old conference championships. I knew they had some, some quality people and I was competing against them. Um, but then, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, when I was, thinking about what, you know, what I wanted to do. Uh, and I was kind of knew I wasn't going to be in Arkansas forever. So I was kind of, you know, what, what's going to be the right move. Um, I kind of, you know, I had heard that they were updating some facilities at Jamestown. I'm like, all right, that's, it, it, it's worth an application. So um, I didn't, you know, I didn't apply right away. It wasn't like a, a it kind of was something I, you know, I talked myself into a little bit. I applied three hours later, I got a phone call from the athletic director saying he wanted to set up, you know, set up an interview. I'm like, all right, that sounds good. They're, you know, they're working pretty fast. And I, you know, I had a couple other, uh, you know, people I was talking to over the time and they were kind of like dragging things out. Um, but then, uh, so they wanted to set up a phone interview or actually I think it was zoom. So I did a zoom interview with them, uh, 
you know, went pretty well. You know, they had, they asked the same questions like, you know, why, why Jamestown, your head coach down there, well, you know, you're going to come up here and like, well, um, I, I think it can be a place that I can win. You know, I looked in, had looked into it a little bit more and, and what they had been doing with the facilities, but um, you know, then they uh, invited me up for an on-campus interview and that's really where, uh, you know, things start to get, you know, real for you. Um, oh, okay. Just talking, you know, talking on Zoom, talking on the phone. Um, the big thing is it's, uh, I, I mean, I think it's a place that I can win and you, you can really see it with the, you know, with the commitment that they have made to athletics. Uh, I mean, two thirds roughly of the students at Jamestown are student athletes. Wow. So, um, you know, they, they don't have a school without student athletes and they take, mm-hmm. so they, they need to take care of, of, of the people that they have. So, Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the, you know, the old facility that they had back when I was competing. Um, it was the sharpest turns and the longest straights on the track. And I had <laughs> to go way up a hill and away just to go to my throwing event. So like as a decathlete, like there was very little back and forth you could actually do. So mm-hmm. I remember, uh, I mean, the place where I threw disc, uh, now it's uh, uh, a new practice turf field and uh, the soccer team's turf field. Uh, and then they wow. built up. Newman Arena, so the new uh, where I threw javelin off of grass is now uh, uh, the the parking lot of Newman Arena, which is our new uh, basketball volleyball arena. So and that's only you know three years old or so. Um, but uh, you know, obviously the big thing is just that they're building they were building a new stadium and they weren't just trying to you know find a way to make it look okay like they were doing things right. So uh, we actually just started practice on it this week. They just finally, they finished painting the lines last week. So uh, we finally been able to get on it. And, uh, you know, we're only the, uh, this one of only two nine lane tracks in the state of North Dakota. Sweet. So, uh, I mean, and, uh, horizontal jumps used to be up a hill and now it's, uh, attached to the stadium. So they had to, they spent a ton of money digging a hole so they could make it a lot (laughs) like too so i think that was uh, that was a big thing um and now instead of the throws being you know blocks away they're literally right at the at the edge of the stadium so um i mean they really did a great job of making it a, a place where you can host some some big meets and the fact that uh they haven't hosted uh you know their home meet for a couple of years uh was was something that they definitely missed um I mean, another thing that uh, you don't get at very many schools is the the president of the college ran for the track team in the late eighties. So yeah, you know, honestly, oh, like, cool. like, like she she wants us to be successful. She's going to do what you know uh, what she can to help us be successful. And you know they're you know they raised like twelve million dollars during a pandemic to finish this project. Like it's uh, and, and we do share it with uh, with Jamestown High School. Um, so it's a uh, but, and, you know, someone could see that as, as a negative, you know, you have to, you have to share it with somebody, but really it's, uh, that means that, you know, the people that were raising the money are uh, people from the community of Jamestown. It's not just, you know, University of Jamestown people. So mm-hmm. um, it's just, you know, the full, the full support of the community isn't something that you get a lot of other places for a, you know, for a track team. Yeah. So, well, like one really great thing about that is, I mean, the goal of this podcast is like, we just want to get track and field the notoriety that cam and i think it deserves and mm-hmm. and like any time that you can get the community involved and you get people fired up that aren't just in the university system like that's such a good thing and so even if 
mm-hmm. yeah, you guys benefit from this, but also the high school benefits from this. Yeah. There's such positives and, coming out of it. And it means that when the high school hosts their home meet, that a bunch of other high schools are going to come compete on my track. Yeah. So, you know, everyone, yeah. more people are going to get to see the facility and use the facility and be impressed by it. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, it, it, it's just a really good situation. Yeah. yeah. So, Oh, Cam, do you got a question? Go for it. Yeah. I was just going to say that was when we were talking to the, the new UND coach, uh, uh, Oh man, Jim, what's his last name? Varen Camp. Varen Camp. There you go. Okay. Nice. Saved we'll, it. we'll cut, we'll cut that part. Yeah, we gotta, uh, <laughs> anyway, he, he was saying, like, he was saying a lot of the same things. He's like, oh, we gotta get, we gotta, I mean, we have a 300 meter indoor track. We gotta get high schools in here. We gotta get the community in here. Cause it's, it's just like such a valuable, uh, recruiting and exposure tool. And, you know, a, a track is a, is a big and expensive thing. It seems a little selfish to just keep it just for, you know, a college, you know, just for the the few college athletes that you have year to year. So, um, the, the couple, couple of the things that I like think of when I think about Jamestown and I'm excited to, to like learn more, uh, from you, Andrew. And like, just as we follow, continue following the program, but there used to always be a billboard on the way from like Fargo to Grand Forks. It was for like University of Jamestown and it always it had a cross country runner on it. Uh like it was on the team. Yeah. Uh but I I don't know who it was, but I always thought that that was like interesting that that was like the sports was like part of their like main university marketing and cross country of all of all sports too. Um and then I think we stopped in Jamestown one time on our way to like the state track meet to do a workout. Uh Ryan, maybe you guys did this too. We did too, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was the, the coolest, like, I mean, for the Catholic, probably not like, like you were saying, you had to go so far for so many events, but it was just like in like a, a pit, it kind of seemed like, like yeah. just this old, old, like, I don't know. It, I just remember it being like really, really cool. So, and I saw the pictures of the new facility and the, it looks, looks amazing. So. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of like the same basic feel. I mean, we've got a hill oh, that's great on both sides. The uh, the back stretch still has the old seats on it, so oh, that's uh, amazing. Uh, they they took uh, like a third of it away, so now it's kind of like centered on the uh, on the back stretch a little bit better. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's still kind of the same feel. It's just wider and uh, and a lot yeah. nicer now. Yeah. So, well, when you uh, said it was long, like I remember that because we did a warm up there before state. I think it was our junior year, and yeah, just like you feel like you're forever yeah. on the straightaway. So I'm glad those got shortened a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, yeah, I mean, that, and that's the other thing is that like you, know, you said, you stopped on the way to uh, to a state meet. Um, the thing with Jamestown is like all roads in North Dakota kind of lead here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know the. Obviously, we're, you know, we're right on 94. We, you know, if you're coming up from Aberdeen, South Dakota, you're going to come up and hit us. Um, if you're coming, like, from, like, northwest North Dakota and you're taking, like, 52 down, that's where, you know, we're where you would connect to 94 if you're coming across. So, um, I mean, I think it's just, a you know, a place where, uh, we, you know, we should be able to draw people. Um, I actually have a, an idea I'm going to float out here that I've kind of talked with my staff about. It's something that I'd like to do is uh, in Arkansas – we 
they hosted a high school decathlon and heptathlon, though, like after the state meet. Ooh. And I just think that would, you know, that would be the coolest thing. And I think Jamestown would be a great place to have that, you know, if we, if we could put something together like that. So uh, I'm going to kind of pitch it to a lot of the high school coaches to see, you know, do you have a couple of people that, you know, are interested in, in doing something like that? Um, and I think, you know, it'd probably be something that would take a few years to grow on its own. But, um, you know, like I said, Arkansas is not a massively uh, populous state. You know, it's bigger than North Dakota, but not, you know, it's not a huge state. And they get, mm-hmm. you know, 75 boys 75 girls and then you know they would have to do it in like flights and stuff so i don't know if we get to that point but um i mean i think if we can just kind of you know turn university of jamestown into the you know the university of the decathlon i think that'd be something that'd be uh, just be fantastic so yeah that'd be so neat i competed at uh texas relay or not texas relays texas greatest athlete this spring and that's kind of how it works too they've got like the elite college division whatever you want to call it but then they also have the high school and a lot of kids are doing it for the first time and yeah it it looked like there were so many smiles on people's faces and just fun getting to do like something after your really serious season to hey i'm gonna get my feet wet and then who knows maybe fall in love with it like you did or like i did so i think that's a great idea yeah so i'm hoping you guys can 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 spread the word and now that i've got it on this massively popular podcast that's gonna get (laughs) there we go exactly so andrew you you're in jamestown now you've got a little bit of time to like get adjusted and see where you're at i want to know like current state of the team right now what does it look like and then what's your vision where do you want to go from where you guys are at right now and um i just think it's so cool like you come in, you've got this blank slate, you've got an opportunity to do a lot new facility. I've heard that Jamestown, and you've alluded to this too, but like supports student athletes really, really well. You've got a lot of tools. Like what, what are you planning on building? Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as the state of the team right now, um, I'm, you know, we've gone through a few weeks uh, of, uh, of workouts uh, and it's, you know, obviously not super specific stuff, but uh, I mean, I'm, pretty happy with what we have here right now. I think we're going to be able to, uh, you know, make some big improvements this year, you know, compared to what we did last year. So I think it, uh, three years ago or so we switched conferences. And uh, so, you know, we were in the old league with pretty much all the other North Dakota NAIA schools um, and we switched to, uh, and you know, won a, a ton of conference championships in that league. So men and women cross country and track, you know, won a ton of them. Uh, we made the move to the, uh, great plains athletic conference, which is a lot of, uh, Nebraska, Iowa, and the little, uh, little South Dakota. And it is the toughest conference in NAIA track and field. So, uh, you know, for us to be the conference champion, we're going to, you know, we'd at least be a very strong contender to be the national champions. So uh, that's really, the, you know, that's what it would take for, you know, for us to be, uh, for us to win a conference championship. That said, uh, I don't see any reason why we can't get to that level. I look at the schools that, you know, that are doing that right now. I don't see anything that they have that we don't have. So, um, you know, it's, it, it's going to take, you know, recruiting and, you know, putting things together. You know, we need to, um, you know, do very well in the state of North Dakota. Um, there's a finite amount of, of talented athletes in North Dakota, and there's uh, 
a lot of good, you know, college track programs here with NDSU and, you know, Mary's been very good. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Aaron Camp's going to, you know, uh, going to bust it up in, up in Grand Forks. Like it's, you know, my, like there's more colleges than there is, you know, talent for people to go to. Uh, that being said, we need to convince the talent uh, that Jamestown's the right place for them. Uh, I think uh, a big sticking point is people from Fargo, Bismarck, Grand Forks, Minot, uh, aren't always super interested in going to a town that's even smaller than the one they grew up in. I think that's kind of the, the biggest sticking point. And, uh, you know, like I said, all, you know, all roads lead to Jamestown. I also think Jamestown is the biggest small town in North Dakota. So I was, uh, I was actually like, you know, looking at the, at the population numbers yeah, or earlier and it's like, 22,000 and up and then it's like 9,000 and down and then Jamestown is like the only one at like 15. <laughs> um, so I mean I think it's just kind of you know if we can get people from you know Fargo, Bismarck, Grand Forks, Minot to to come down and take a look and see what you know what we have to offer and you know the the community environment that you're going to experience here and the fact that this is a place where you can come and you're going to get better and, you know, you're going to, to win and compete. Uh, like I said, it's a tough conference, but if you, you know, if you get after it, you know, you can be all conference. And if you're all conference, you are almost certainly going to nationals. You know, like I said, it's a, yeah. it's a tough league. So, um, I mean, I think, you know, that, that switch in the leagues, it's, uh, I don't know how it is for, for other sports. I don't think it's necessarily the, the murderer's row that it is for us, but, um, if uh, you know the fact that it is so tough forces us to be better, you know we can't win a conference championship with a mediocre team. We have to have uh, a great team. So um, you know North Dakota is going to be top priority with recruiting. That's where you know where we got to hit first. Um, you know, kind of when I uh, when I took the job, it's like all right, I got to be you know Mister North Dakota High School Track and Field. And, uh, and then I got here and I found out you guys already have that title, basically. So. Yeah. <laughs> a different name for myself <laughs> but, uh, I mean it's kind of the mindset that I brought to it originally and uh, so I mean I uh, my staff and I've kind of gone through and you know we made a list of all the uh, all the marks from you know from last year's season in North Dakota everybody above you know what you know whatever x standard was in that event we're going to try to reach out to at least every coach try to get in a hold of every athlete that's really the trick in, in track it's not knowing who's good you can find that on any number of websites you know they, they track that pretty well it's just you know being able to reach those kids and find out if they'd be interested you know in your school you know especially you know a smaller school like university of jamestown so um so we've done that in north dakota we've uh and we've put the list together we haven't reached out to everybody yet so uh, we're, we're working on that it takes a little bit more time but uh you know we've uh um, you know, we put together a list for South Dakota and Minnesota as well. So um, I think that's going to be the, you know, the heart of what we do. Uh, beyond that, I think there's, uh, there are several states that aren't as saturated as, as North Dakota is with, you know, with college track teams uh, that are, you know, making the strongest effort. Um, so, uh, and most of them are, you know, there's a million colleges east of here. Uh, if you go, you know, west of here, uh, Montana, Wyoming, uh, Nevada, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, 
um, I think we have, uh, you know, a, a really good chance, uh, you know, or Colorado too. We actually have daily direct flights from James, from Jamestown to Denver. So, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, that could, uh, could help us out uh, a little bit farther out too. Yeah. Cause like a huge, a huge amount of our current team is people from further out and mostly the West. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that can continue to be, a uh, a, a good place for us. Yeah, think- Absolutely. Go for it. Yeah, I, was, I was just going to say, I think Jamestown offers like something pretty unique, like geographically. I mean, you were saying it's just like so centrally located in the state, but for all of us on, on the East side of the state here, you know, we're just used to flat plains and yeah. Jamestown, you, you get you know, Valley city and Jamestown, you get West enough that, you know, for, for distance running, it gives you a little bit of variety in the surfaces and the environment that you train can train in. And, uh, I think for, for a lot of kids who are, you know, in Grand Forks or in Fargo, that can be something that's like really, really appealing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I like Jamestown. I, my family, uh, would always, I mean, this is not unique to my family, but you know, whenever we would go out West, uh, family, we would always stop at the, we had picnic lunch at the Buffalo, there you go. Uh, you know, and the, <laughs> the, the, the village there and stuff. And then on the way back, we would always stop at the TCBY in the gas station for licorice flavored ice cream. There you go. So, I mean, good, wow, yeah. good memories. I'll put that in a recruiting brochure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you, if you aren't selling these people on Jamestown after that, that's, that's it. But no, no I, done. <laughs> No, and like you were talking about people from bigger schools in the state going to smaller universities. And the name, when you said that, the name that popped to my mind was Dane Allen, a kid from Bismarck, a couple times state champion for Bismarck. He's at Dickinson State now. And so here's someone that, you know, stereotypical, you'd think they would say, oh, I'm not going to go anywhere smaller than when I went to high school. Yeah. But as we're talking, I pull up his T first page and he's a multiple time All American at dickinson state now so outdoors he took seventh in the long jump indoors he took fifth in the long jump like what what a great move like go somewhere where you can be competitive and be an all-american and he's done that as a freshman yeah i mean exactly it's uh i think the key is just get getting them to first consider getting them to come out and take a look um because i think once people actually get here and they you know they see and they can kind of it's, it's a pretty emotional decision a lot of times where you go to college. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of need to feel that it's the right place for you. And if you don't go there and you just are reading an email and looking at a brochure, it, you know, you might not be able to talk yourself into it. But, um, you know, once you actually get out here and you see, you know, the, the, the feel of the community and, you know, the, the feel of the, the college and you know, everything that we've been, been doing and building and, um, you know, the, the success that we've had in the past and the, you know, the, the talent that we do have on this roster right now, uh, you know, we've kind of been, uh, you know, just looking at what happened before I got here, uh, last couple of years have been a little bit tough, kind of bottom third of the league. Like I say, it's a tough league. My, I mean, my goal for this year, I think we can be in the top half of, of, mm-hmm. of a 12 team league. That's a, that's a tough league. And, um, it's just a matter of, you know, getting everybody. I mean, it's the same thing that every track coach says, you know, we got to get everybody healthy and we got to get them reaching their potential and, and we can be very, very good. 
Um, you know, we've got a lot of people that are, uh, that are two sport athletes here. So if they, you know, if that's something somebody wants to do, that's something we're open to. Um, and, uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever we need to do to give, uh, you know, the, the student athlete, the best experience that they can, that's what we want to do. So, um, uh, cause that's, uh, I mean, that's my question that I asked my team. I just finished individual meetings with everybody and I just asked the question, what are you here to do? Uh, obviously everybody should be here to graduate. If you're not, you know, if, that, if that's not number one, you're going to you know, waste your time and money. But, um, I mean, just kind of think about what your priorities are. It's easy to get kind of sucked into, uh, you know, doing stuff that's, you know, in the grand scheme, not very important. Um, and, you know, as you're looking at a college, ask yourself the same question. What do you want to accomplish when you're at college? Do you want to be the slowest kid at NDSU and get a free t-shirt that says NDSU track? Or do you want to go someplace where you can be competitive? So it, it, it's, you know, what are you going there to do? Don't view it as a prize for what you've done in high school. Look at it as an opportunity. Like, what am I here to do? What do I want to accomplish? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's so good. Andrew, what events are you going to coach? You've got the decathlon background. Sounds like you even have dabbled a little bit with cross country. Like, tell us about what events you're going to coach. And then I personally don't know a lot about the Jamestown staff. Kind of paint a picture for who you've got alongside you. Yeah, what I, I mean, since I do have that, you know, that background and I've done, you know, a ton of different events, uh, I... I have the ability to kind of fill in wherever the, you know, the staff needs it the most. So, um, but it actually worked out really well here uh, because uh, what I've really kind of tried to do, you know, just, you know, through the schooling that I've done and the, you know, the continuing education that I've done, I, I've wanted to make myself an expert on training for speed and power. And that kind of lets me do, you know, a variety of different things. Um, so we've got a, a really great staff. That's another thing that really sold me on, on coming up here. It was really tough when I was down at Hendricks. Uh, I was the only person there that was full-time and I had two part-time coaches, uh, but just trying to, you know, be the only one in the office all day was, you know, was pretty tough. But um, so the, the staff that we have right now, number one, uh, I, so I'm just the head track coach, uh, the head cross country coach and the, you know, the distance coach for track is Jim Clark. He has been coaching here since uh, 1967. No, that might not be right. 70. Whoa. I'd have to do the math. He's been here forever. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's really great to just have that. Uh, uh, and then, you know, uh, in addition to that, uh, Coach Lem, our throws coach, she has been the throws coach here for, I believe, 27 years. Uh, so, I mean, those, I mean, she's uh um, she's actually on the on the faculty. She teaches in the computer science department, but she's been coaching wow. the throwers here for 27 years. We've had a lot of good throwers come through here, and we've got a lot of good throwers right now. Um, so uh, she's been, uh, you know, kind of a kind of a stalwart as well. So between uh, Coach Clark and Coach Lem, uh, being a new coach and not really knowing you know what's going on and knowing where everything is, like they you know they've been through it. They, they know they know what uh, they can help me out and. Um, you know, in terms of like, you know, the, the history of the program and, um, and guide me down that path. They've, uh, they've been great for that. And then um, I've actually got another decathlete on staff as well. So uh, Kevin Wagner uh, was uh, a division three All-American at, uh, at St. Scholastica uh, a few years ago now. And so he's, uh, he's on staff as well. So uh, 
he's uh we kind of work together a lot right now especially through the fall but uh he's gonna end up being more uh jumps and multi-specific and i'll spend more time with uh, the sprints and the hurdles and then uh we've got uh, two graduate assistants as well uh rules are a little bit different in the naia so uh our graduate assistants are actually both still have eligibility and they're still competing for us as well so they're kind of uh athlete coaches so uh sam clute uh in the men's side and uh lindy chadwick with the women's distance group so um it's great i mean it's, like, it's, it's essentially a full complement of coaches it's all you know it's all you could really you know really ask or really hope for so yeah it's been great that's awesome uh andrew no surprise we we also like to i mean we like everything about north dakota track and field uh what uh north dakota like born athletes do you have on the team right now? Like I say, it's, it's been tough to pull from, from the bigger schools. A huge portion of the team is class B kids. So love that. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, that's something that, you know, we're, we're not small for them, for them, you know, moving, you know, moving to Jamestown is, is moving to a bigger town and yeah. uh, being a part of a, a much bigger track team with, you know, you know, bigger and better, you know, facilities and uh, a bigger class than they've ever been in. Um, so, uh, that, like I said, that's been, and, uh, you know, will continue to be something where we're, we're going to try to pull, pull everybody we can from. Andrew, before we wrap up, we just kind of always like to ask some fun questions too. And so we, we had some sources that kind of helped us out a little bit because we, you know, know we always want to do a little are- are, are talking about things that I should be talking about on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we always like to profile our guests a little bit. And, you know, you talked about how, you know, the education piece is key. You got to show up and be ready to graduate. And uh, on your senior bio for Concordia, you said your best class that you ever took there was Hash Browns 101. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, uh, you know, Potatoes are, are, are huge for everybody. I think, you know, the, the key is to really not know that was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why, uh, but in the dining hall at Concordia, where it would, there'd be like a, a, a little sign that would say what the food was. And instead of just saying hash browns, it said hash browns 101. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, <laughs> So simple, but just hilarious. The, the, the most, the most, I, the most I learned uh, from Concordia was uh, was hash browns one hundred and one. So <laughs> I spent spent my time earlier in this podcast praising Garrick Larson and the team he's built. I got to make sure I don't send all the recruits that way. So yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the 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 biggest thing was uh, the hash browns one hundred and one was was what I learned the most from. We love it, Andrew. Uh... Were you also a four by fifteen hundred meter school record holder? Not only am I a school record holder in the four by fifteen hundred meters, I am the uh, Disney World Invitational champion in the four by fifteen hundred meters. So uh, there were only two teams in the race, and uh, we were able to crush the team. Uh, the the Dort defenders down in Iowa, which is now actually a conference uh, conference rival of ours. So uh, <laughs> the fact that I was able to to take them down, uh, it was a it was a fierce competition. I I ran the anchor leg. I split about five flat, 
So, you know, you know, it was uh, some, some real speed demons out there on the track. <laughs> but uh, no, we were at the meet and they, uh, they were giving out giant medals to whoever won each race. And there was like hardly anybody at the meet. So there was only one other team entered. So like, all right, we'll just enter. We'll lose to these guys, but we'll get giant silver medals. But it turns out that they weren't that great. So we, <laughs> me and three other guys, uh, two guys that were like, had to run the steeplechase the next race. They were just running it as like their warm up. And then one guy who had just finished like his, uh, his workout for the day, didn't even have his uniform with him, had to borrow one. Uh, and then uh, me, the, the decathlete on the anchor leg, uh, we were able to take home the gold. And uh, luckily no one else ever at, uh, at Concordia has ever run the four by 1500 meters uh, because our, I don't know what our, I can't remember what our final time was, but it was like an average 6k time for a good distance. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Cam and I always joke too, because we were, well, we think we were the only three by four at uh, NDSU. We were at a meet in Riverside, California and, and Cam, I don't know if we've told the story on the podcast yet, but no, we, I don't think Cam had to do a workout. He had to run the four by four as part of a workout. Another distance runner, uh, a friend of ours named John was on the team too. And they only had two guys. We're going to run two legs and finish. And I had finished the deck the day before and thought, Hey, I'll, I'll hop in. I'll do it. Just get the legs moving a bit. And then John Curley goes, well, I'll run the first leg and the last leg. So <laughs> we've got this picture of us where we are holding the baton and I Photoshopped him in there and like flipped him to the other side. <laughs> So it's just the, the classic, yeah, four by or three by four, but yeah, that's, that's pretty good stuff. I have now, one other, one other record that's probably not in your notes. Uh, okay. I, uh, it's another, it's another one. It's a, it's a probably a record. Uh, it was the uh, Concordia school record in the barefoot javelin throw. And I set it right here at the university of Jamestown. Uh, because like I said, the javelin was so far from the track that I had like threw in the prelims then I went to the track and then I came back up the hill to throw discus and all I had with me were like my, my throwing shoes, my discus shoes. And they're like, Hey, you're in the final. If you want to take your three throws, we'll let you. I'm like, I guess I'll take them, but I'm not throwing in my, my discus shoes. So <laughs> and I threw not great, but fine. And I, I assume it's the Concordia school record in a barefoot uh, javelin throw. <laughs> it's gotta be. Oh yeah. Now the last one, um, you know, you see these posts on Flow Track or Sidious Mag about, like, the last one I saw was Chico State always has these just unreal roster photos. And so every year it's like, a, oh, Chico State dropped their roster photos. And that's been other schools, too, that have done things. But these Concordia senior bios are insane. And today <laughs> I'm so in, I'm watching class. <laughs> And I get to your senior bio and I read the most unusual thing the average person would not know about me. <laughs> I like to steal loose change and valuables from people's homes, whatever I'm over. <laughs> so I probably need that bio to get freaking off the Concordia website to have a future in anything. But um, so yeah, they... At Concordia, that would just hand out this piece of paper, and with all of those questions on it, 
And so me and uh, our, our, our mutual acquaintance, uh, Jeff Bakke of, uh, of Red River High School and a, a couple of other of our friends just decided to put the most absurd things we could think of just like in the moment, like uh, the dumbest thing you could think of. And assuming they would just leave it blank and not put it on the website. Um, but I assume that the, it was just like some like work study kid in sports information who didn't care. So you just, (laughs) (laughs) there's, there's some really, most most of them are references to something that no one would get outside of my immediate friend group. So like, you don't like get the reference. You just notice that, know that it's stupid. (laughs) Yeah. That one's, that one's a Bill Brasky reference, right? (laughs) Oh, see, that's, that's good stuff. Oh man. Well, I don't know if there's, a much better way to end the podcast than that. But um, Andrew, we just want to say thank you for your time and, you know, sum it up, like just maybe in a couple sentences, like what would you say to a kid right now that's listening to this podcast that doesn't know where they're going to school next year? They're a senior, maybe they're a junior. They're starting to think about college track. Like how do you, what do you say to them? Why Jamestown? Uh, I mean, come to the come to the place it's the best fit for you and honestly it, it, it might be jamestown it might not be jamestown but um I, I think unless you're actually keeping an open mind and making the considerations you don't know uh but uh the big thing is don't you know don't don't get hung up on on divisions or you know anything like that track you your time is your time your distance is your distance i mean your mark is your mark um we're a place that can can make you better and um you know we're a place that uh can you know you can win championships at so um, I think it's just a great, uh, a great place to have a, have a college track experience. Yeah, Andrew, that's, that's so great. Um, we are so pumped to see Jamestown on the map and really just highlight everything you guys have to offer. We have been following a lot of these programs in year one that we're really excited to follow this season and, mm-hmm. and into the future. So thank you yeah, so much for your time and we're super pumped for you. Thanks for having me. We're going to do some big things. Yeah, thanks again, Andrew. Home cross country meet in a couple of weeks, right? Yep, and uh, the uh, the high school state meet is uh, is in Jamestown as well. Uh, the only tough thing is that our cross country course is a couple miles out of town. So uh, yeah. hopefully, people can uh, you know take make a swing through and uh, and and check us out while they're here. Maybe Perfect. pick up some licorice ice cream <laughs> while they're at it. <laughs> <laughs>